it's probably a good time to have yourself a little joy snack. What is that? We're going to try to define it with our next guest. Finding little moments of joy in every day can be really small moments, otherwise known as joy snacks. He's a neuroscientist and science writer for the Washington Post. Dr. Richard Seema is joining us. Dr. Seema, thanks so much for making the time. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Now, you have coined this term, joy snack. Can you define in your words what that means and why it's so important for us to find those every day? I mean, I think you did a wonderful job, but, you know, it really comes with the idea that all these moments of joy don't have to be from the big, you know, monumental life changes or, body, you know, like uh, going to a wedding or having a promotion or these accomplishments, but these small moments where you feel elated, you know, you, you find yourself appreciating the, you know, the moments of the small things that come with just everyday life, you know, a nice walk in the park, you know, catching up with a friend you haven't seen in a while eating, you know, it could be literal. You just have a nice cupcake or a cup of coffee that you find yourself, you know, engrossed in and, you know, appreciating a lot more than just doing it out of routine. It's just, you know, finding that snack, that little moment of joy. Why did you want to, to study this and coin this term? Is it because you, you're noticing a trend towards negativity and this is just one way to try to combat that? I, I think that is part of it is like the world is a stressful, chaotic place at times. Um, and, you know, I know in my own life, um, you know, I'm obviously like driven by deadlines or like, oh, I'll, you know, have time to relax or to enjoy myself when I do X, this big accomplishment. But then reminding myself, actually, no, like there's many things that I can do right now that already bring me joy. Like I just had a cat wander in and out and like begging for attention to be pet. And it's like, yeah, if I make the time and pay attention, it's like that is joyful enough that is right here and available to me um, without seeking out those bigger things. Um, and it does buffer, I think, against these stresses that we all face in our lives. Yeah, you know, it's sort of stop and smell the roses and that kind of approach of there's there's beauty in the day-to-day -day and even in the, in the small moments. You know, but I find that it's sometimes so hard for people to, to do that, to start to kind of look up from the things that keep them busy and, and stressed out. Do you have any actionable tips or advice for people to try to take more advantage of these little moments of joy? Yeah, so there's a psychological uh, concept called savoring, which, you know, basically means just leaning into those moments where you already are, you know, you enjoy something, but maybe you're not focused on it. But you now could, like, take your attention and let it, like, really savor, you know, the taste of the coffee, the warmth of the cup, like, really feel the emotion that you are feeling at that moment. You, you know, you could do the same thing while doing it on your phone, scrolling mindlessly and not really getting anything out of it. Mm -hmm. Or you could try to, like, lean into that moment. Um, and the second thing is, yeah, you could pay attention to what brings you joy and seek those things out. Um, I think one thing I do is I keep a little list of happy things that um, I know that um, are likely to make me feel happy again because they've made me happy before. Um, and there's also research showing that gratitude, you know, uh, you know, like explicitly writing down what you appreciate, um, like in a gratitude journal, like sort of begets joy. So hmm. joy uh, and gratitude feed on one another. Um, and that's something that I try to keep in mind in um, making time to be grateful for things, which allows me to find joy in the future. And knowing that I've had joy in the future makes me appreciate it again. Um, and lastly, I would say that nature is... 
uh, one very common source of joy for many people. Um, like one of the studies, like many studies find that, you know, taking walks in the park or appreciating nature is a way for both calming and for like finding like a sense of like greater purpose, <laughs> but also like just joy and um, appreciating something that you might not um, always uh, like notice every day. Yeah, I mean, I I can speak to that personally, too. I know that there's nothing like being outside, especially on a day like today here in Edmonton. The sun is shining. It feels warm oh, yeah. finally after a long winter, and you can sort of sense that there's just an <laughs> elevated mood. There's a bit of a shift, and, and we all can kind of tap into that. So I challenge you, Ched Nation, and challenge you to think about those little moments of joy that maybe you've had today, or maybe look for one on your way home or when you get home, those little joy snacks, as our guest has coined them. Dr. Richard Seema, uh, neuroscientist and science writer for the Washington Post. I, I wonder if if this has to be something that you experience in in the moment or um, you know, how can you really cultivate the most the most joy? Is it living in the present moment or is it just stopping and like you said, remembering something that's happened? What's the best course mm. of action? Yeah, so I think part of it is being in the moment, you know, being mindful about your experiences right now, but also like you know, sort of cultivating a sort of shift in your mentality. Because um, mm-hmm. we, you know, most, like a lot of people have this negativity bias that may be built into our brain. We, you know, we hold on to negative information because maybe it helps us survive to pay attention to, you know, the proverbial tiger that was in the forest. Uh, but, you know, maybe, you can, maybe making a shift to noticing the things that you are enjoying more so you can pay attention to it. Because it's there, but maybe we... Um, grow accustomed to the coffee, we grow accustomed to our daily walks, and trying to see that anew and trying to, you know, um, be more attentive to that um, um, and sort of shifting our uh, mindset toward that positive emotion we feel. Yeah, and it's important. I mean, it's so important, I think, to our mental well-being to go through life just maybe a little bit more optimistic or maybe a little bit more joyful than constantly in this stream of negativity, right? Yeah, I, I think, you know, there's obviously, you don't need to, um, like, you don't, you don't want to be, like, um, going to the extreme where you're not paying attention to things that need sure. to be resolved. But also, yeah, like, it, you have, I think, um, if you look for it, like, many opportunities for joy. You might not be able to get the same amount even when you're trying for a cup of coffee, but you're more likely to get it if you're, you know, leaning into those emotions that um, are likely to lead you to joy. Well, Dr. Seema, thank you so much for uh, for explaining this this term that you've coined and uh, and explaining how to implement that into our daily lives. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. And of course. Have a joyful day. You too. Dr. Richard Seema is a neuroscientist and science writer for The Washington Post, talking about how you can cultivate more joy into your daily life.